You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. This week, we're going to get to know the players a little bit who you are following closely. I'm Allison Futter from MLB.com, and I'm here with Mark Bowman, who has been diligently covering the Braves. And, Mark, before we get to know our players a little bit, um, you have a story coming out about, about Matt Whistler uh, working with Tom Glavin. What can you tell us about that? You know, this is that time of year where you've got the pitchers getting back into uh, they've been throwing here for a, a month, and a lot of them are getting off the mound and starting to, to tinker with some things. And, uh, and during last, as Matt Whistler was going through uh, it's, it's some growing pains there last summer, Tom Glavin mentioned on the air a couple of times, hey, look, if he ever needs any help with uh, that changeup, I'm just a phone call away. And, and, and Matt called Tom this winter, and they, they discussed things, I think, from what I can understand, it, the way Matt painted it, it was basically sat down and had lunch or coffee one morning, talked about it, and since then, Glavin's watched him uh, throw the changeup, you know, throw one side session with Tyler Flowers serving as a catcher. So it's, it's kind of, it, it's one of those pitches if Whistler can get that, uh, command that down the zone, uh, gain confidence in it. It's just a, another weapon that he can carry into the season. As we know, he finished the season. Uh, on a promising uh, note last year with his last three or four starts, all very promising. Um, so uh, it, it's nice to have a, a guy like Lavin where you can pick his brain, and, and Whistler seems to be excited with the experience that he's had with Tom so far. Yeah, so when, if, if you had somebody like Tom Glavin like offering up any kind of help in any way, I mean, you would be a complete moron not to take advantage of that. So I would, I would imagine he jumped at that opportunity right away. No doubt, no doubt, and especially, you know, a guy like Glavin who, you know, really mastered that changeup, you know, really had an understanding of how to make it, uh, you know, that, that pitch that he's going it, to, it, it, it was his weapon. I mean, the guy got the Coopers down with it with that pitch. So if, uh, if he's offering that, that kind of advice for that pitch, a, a young kid like Matt Whistler, like you said, you, you jump at that opportunity and take advantage of it. Okay, so now we're going to get to know the Braves a little bit. There have been a lot of changes, as we know, a lot of new faces, um, and a lot of guys that you probably don't really know yet either, but that's what spring training is for. Um, so I'm going to put you on the spot, and, and I'm going to assume that you know every single thing about every single guy that's going to be in spring training and possibly on the 25-man roster um, to ask you a couple of fun questions. So it's going Sounds to be uh, who's the player most likely to? Who is the player most likely to throw a no-hitter or perfect game? Well, we're, <laughs> I think I think we've kind of made this clear. There aren't too many choices here, uh, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, obviously you, the element of surprise is, is always there. But we'll, we'll go with Julio Toronto. I mean, he's had two two uh, close calls, or two or three, actually. I, I, the Pirates uh, game in 2013, I believe he took it either in seven and two-thirds, uh, or, or maybe seven innings, took it into the eighth inning, and then this uh, – this year against the uh, Diamondbacks, or last year against the Diamondbacks, he had another close call. So we'll go with Julio. Um, maybe uh, maybe he can get those final six outs here somewhere along the line. Okay, and who is the player most likely to hit for the cycle? It, you know what? Obviously, the 
the two uh, most realistic candidates would have to be Jace Peterson or NCRT, just because you're thinking, you know, who's that guy most likely to, to hit the triple. But but how great would it be to see A.J. Przezinski be the guy to do it? <laughs> I mean, come on. you got A.J. Przezinski completing a cycle with a triple, sliding into third, lifting third base like Ricky Henderson. I mean, would that would be the greatest cycle well. <laughs> I mean, it almost like have to retire right then, right? Because you, yeah. can't, you can't stop that. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You lift the bag like Ricky Henderson, <laughs> then spike it, you know, and just walk off the field. It, 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 that's it. Just just like dropping the mic right there. Exactly. Run off into the sunset, riding a unicorn. Exactly. Than that. Um, okay, who is uh, most likely to have a must-see for MLB.com? And must-see would be one of those uh, moments that you just must see. You mean like, I think we used to call it an antidote. So uh, that, that would have been a very easy question last year. This year, not nearly as, as uh, simple. Um, in terms of the defense, I mean, I, obviously, Eric Ibar is uh, he, he's going to have those big shoes to fill there at shortstop. I, I, we're going to have to go with Ender Inciarte, uh being that guy that's going to make the the defensive gym that that, that might uh, warrant must see. Um, uh, whatever status there. So, um, you know, he's a gold glove caliber outfielder with, with pretty good range and an arm. So somewhere, some, somehow, uh, he'll, he'll probably, uh, make an appearance there and must see next year. Okay. Who is the most likely to have a, the longest scoreless inning streak? Longest scoreless inning streak. Let's go off the board here. Let's go. I mean, it, you know, once again, it's easy to say Julio Tehran. I, you know, I could come back and say, hey, look, Bud Norris is going to go through one of those great streaks. But let, let's go to one of these kids that we don't know whether they're going to get in the rotation. Uh, let, let's, I'm going to – with Mike fulton it looks like he will be beginning the year on the DL. We're going to go ahead and go on a limb and say Manny Banuelos is going to have a great spring training. He's going to show that his elbow is healthy. And just begin the year with, you know, his elbow will be fresh, his arm will be fresh. We're going to see this at Manny Banuelos. It's not like we saw in 2011 with the Yankees spring training. He's never going to regain that kind of velocity. But, you know, a very effective one. Let's say he goes through about uh, 24, 25 innings. That would be about the longest streak they have this year. Okay. Who is the most likely to get ejected? (laughs) <laughs> AJ, once again, I got this is the best. The best AJ story would be uh, last year during spring training. You know, you've spent many of those evening games there at Disney with, uh, yes. with me, so it's kind of a kind of quiet. You know, just everything seems to be you know there's nothing going on, and all of a sudden Joe West and AJ start talking in the first inning. You can, you're thinking, there's no way AJ makes it. You're thinking, okay, it's a six o'clock game. He lives, his family home is ten minutes away. He doesn't want to be here, so AJ's going to really try to get out of here real quick. And so then he keeps chirping. It's about the sixth inning. Joe Joe West starts walking over towards the Braves dugout. We don't know what he says at the time, but after the game, we said to Freddie, "So what do you say to?" You? He goes. He told me I needed to get another catcher, and I said, "Why?" He said, "Because yours isn't playing nice in the in the sandbox. I just ejected him." <laughs> <laughs> this is That's a spring training ejected, game. AJ. This was a spring training game. Yeah. So it's uh, you know I, 
you know, Anthony Cashman wrote that story there a year or two ago where A.J. had that famous uh, line with the umpire, hey, you know, I need a new ball, preferably one you can see. So <laughs> He's a veteran guy. He knows, he knows how to get ejected, that's for sure. Exactly, exactly. Okay, uh, how about the first – who's the most likely to be the first bench player to snag a spot in a starting lineup? Uh, it's tough to say. I, I will go with uh, – you know, because you've got two platoon guys. You've got you basically. I'm looking at a platoon with Beckham and Peterson at second base, and Kelly Johnson and Adonis Garcia uh, filling time there. I, I think that uh, you know maybe Kelly starts to see a little bit more time there at third base. Might be the best option there. I'm, I'm certainly not necessarily anticipating that, but that'd be my guess is that that maybe he starts to see time there. The other the other way that, that could go is. If Hector Oliveira shows up and he continues to struggle, there's always that chance that they could move Adonis Garcia out there to to left field, which would open up maybe some playing time for uh, maybe Gordon Beckham see some time at third base then as well. So uh, there's a lot of different directions they can go. Um, I don't necessarily see someone from that bench just knocking on the door uh, waiting for a spot. Although Malik Smith, you know, when the season starts, a lot of fans will be saying, when is he going to get up there to Atlanta to you know, take one of the outfield spots, and and that could also be influenced by Oliveira's success. So, and it's uh, it's going to be a lot of different moving parts this year, um, and that's going to be one of the things that keeps this team very interesting throughout the year. Okay, and uh, how about who's the most likely to have the longest hitting streak? Longest hitting, I'll go with Nick Markakis there. I, I think that uh, you know he sh- certainly showed his steady uh, steadiness at the plate last year. Um, you know, I. You know, hey, hey, look, you know Dan Ugla has the longest uh, hitting streak in Atlanta history. Really? So that, that's how <laughs> that's how predictable that is. So, so maybe we really <laughs> will get that AJ Presenti cycle. I mean, what, what is what is less likely? That's what we need to find. That what some statistician needs to tell us. What is less likely: an AJ Presenti cycle or a Dan Ugla thirty-three game hitting streak? Thirty-three games. Yeah, and he hit like that was the year he hit two. 13, 218, whatever, 220, whatever he hit that year. So, <laughs> wow. At you the know, time, Tony Sabio hey, uh, broke the Astros uh, hitting streak record. Tony Sabio was a backup catcher who played about twice a week. And he put together like a 20, maybe 22 game hitting streak, whatever it was, which was the club record. It took him almost as many days as DiMaggio. Um, it took him almost <laughs> like two months to get it done. But, uh, so, yeah, so anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and and Ugla started that streak. He was hitting like 184 when he started the streak. So, <laughs> uh, okay, all right. Let's end this with um, the real kicker putting on the spot here. Um, dig deep, think hard. Um, who is the most likely to have Justin Bieber walk out music? And Freddie Freeman. I mean, he went with Miley Cyrus before. So what's the difference? I mean, so, <laughs> I think. I mean, if you're going Miley Cyrus, you'll go Justin Bieber. So it, no doubt, Freddie Freeman. And, and did Freddie pick Miley Cyrus for any particular reason? Because my philosophy is that guys who pick Justin Bieber or Miley or Britney Spears, whatever, they're people who have a confidence about them. They don't really care what other people think of them. Oh, and there's no doubt Freddie doesn't care what you think of him. I mean, he's yeah, he, he's very confident within his own skin. And uh, so, yeah, he, he, I, I can't. I wish I could remember which Miley Cyrus song it was. Maybe it was Party in the USA or something like that. But. Uh, well, yeah, he, he he came up to the play with that, and that was 
That's pretty funny. So I, I don't think he, look if it if it's a Justin Bieber song is catchy, he'll do it. You never underestimate the Biebs. At the same time, maybe he gets some laughs, but he doesn't really care what you think of him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Mark. Thank you. This was very fun. Appreciate it. And we'll All right. see you next week. Thanks. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.